Dear Lord, I thank you for your presence. There's nowhere that you are not. And I'm glad uh, that I'm here. I know that you're here. I'm glad that, that I'm here. Father, we worship you today. We want to worship you in spirit and in truth. Help us to do that. We can't do it on our own. We need, we must have your spirit's help. Help us to put everything else aside, what's happened last week, what we're looking forward to next week, and just be with you right here in this place right now. Just us and you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. nothing worth more that could ever come close nothing can compare your all-living hope your presence Lord I've tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone your presence Lord. holy spirit you are Your glory, God, is what 
Force those children to go to children's church. Make them go. You make them brush their teeth, don't you? All right, if you have your Bible, Matthew chapter 6. We work through the book of Matthew Sunday mornings, Lord willing, Lord helping. Sermon on the Mount, the scriptures that we're at, Matthew 6, 19 through 24. The title page, Choose, is what we're going to talk about. Uh, wealth or God, choose. So Matthew 6, 19 through 24, there's an outline of this on the back side of your announcements. If you like to use that, most of it will be on the screen also. So read with me, Matthew 6, 19 through 24. Jesus talking to his disciples as he, they are up on the mountain. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart 
will be also. And I want you to, we're going to come back to that, of course, but notice how he said that. And I'm going to draw attention to it at the end, if I can remember to. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. 22, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? In the last verse that we'll read in this text, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, or God and wealth is a good, a good translation for that. You cannot serve God and wealth, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So therefore, there was the title page, Choose. You're going to have to choose. You are choosing, and uh, but just make that conscious choice. Okay, if you're looking at your outline or you're looking at your screen, the next screen is wealth or the lack of it is neither good or bad. It is what you make of it. So this message is not going to be about uh, wealth is bad, uh, it's, it's just not that, okay? And Jesus is not against that. It's not about, um, all right, it's just not bad. It's, uh, but where wealthy, being wealthy is not bad, being poor is not good, okay? It is what it is, okay? There's not good or bad included in it. It's what you do with it. So Jesus is not encouraging you to be poor as if there's some kind of spiritual benefit. Dee and I have been at a place where we were, we had all that we needed and extra. And then we've been in those places where we didn't have all we needed. As a, okay, having all you need and extra is better. Okay, it's better but it's what you do with it. And it's the challenge of not letting that wealth get to you. And we'll say it, but I'll just say it right now. We'll, I mean, we'll say it again, but I'll say it right now. It's where you learn to own the wealth and not let the wealth own you. All right? So wealth in and of itself is not bad, but you must choose when it comes to making it your God. Choosing God or wealth. Who's going to be your master? Who's going to be God in your life? The thing is, it is true that it, it just is that the things God blesses us with, for some reason, if we're not careful, we let that take over and let, and let that become God. Paul said it this way, uh, Romans chapter one, he, he said, some people uh, have started worshiping the creation instead of the creator, okay? And if you're not careful, that happens. Okay, okay, uh, worship God, not wealth. Here's a little, these are some red flags. These are some things to look for. The question is on your outline, how do you know? How do I know if I'm starting, if I'm falling into that trap of letting my possessions, letting my paycheck, letting my bank account, uh, become too important. How do I know that? Nothing wrong with those things, but until they become too important, until they be, start taking God's place. How, how do I know if that's happening? Okay. 
When you have time to think, what do you think about most? We're just going to go through these a little bit slow. When you have time to think, what do you think about most? Now, that's not like the end-all, definitive, okay, that answers it all, but that's a pretty good clue. That's a pretty good clue about what's the most important thing in your life. A lady uh, years ago, uh, sometimes when I'm talking to people, I'll start the conversation like this. How often do you think about spiritual things? How often do you think about spiritual things? But with her, I asked it, how often do you think about God? And her answer was, never. That's a little hard for me (laughs) to even wrap my head around. So I told one of my children, I was just relating that story to one of my children, and one of my children, uh, it just so happened, it was the same answer that I would have, where where the lady said, the question was, how often do you think about God? She said, never, but I'm almost like, uh, boy, how am I going to say this? There's almost not a time that I'm not thinking about him. It's, it, we are just so different. Uh, when you have time to think, what do you think about most? That's a pretty good clue as to what is becoming the most important thing in your life. I mean, that just makes sense, right? That really is becoming like the most important thing in your your life. Doesn't mean that you can't ever think about it, but what is the thing you think about most? Okay. Uh, Next one. Have I learned to be content? Do I know when I have enough? Have I learned to be content? You know, two, two thoughts in the same thing same line have I learned to be content but I I kind of like the next one more I mean this part of that more do I know when I have enough because there needs to be this point if if wealth possessions bank account is not going to be the most important thing in your life if you're not going to let it take over in your life then there needs to be this point where you're able to say I have enough and so from that point on, I'm going to start sharing that more and more with others who don't. I, I have enough. It's, in America, that's, that's hard to find. That's my opinion. That's hard to find people who say, okay, I, I have enough. I don't need more. I don't, I don't need, I, this is enough. It's a little hard to find. We're not, in, in America, that's almost like un-American, you know? We're not trained to do that. We're not trained, uh, we're not encouraged to be content with what we've got. We've got this thing, we've always got to be earning, making, uh, accumulating more. Have I learned when I have enough? Okay? I think that's uh, good to think about. Here, I've always, always said this, next screen. Do I own things or do they own me? Really? Do I own it or is it controlling me? Do I control things or are they controlling me? Okay. Uh, next one. And we dealt with this a uh, week or so ago, a little bit. 
but we're going to revisit again because a lot of things Jesus says on the Sermon on the Mount do kind of go backward and backward and forward. He he'll in, in fact we're going to spend the next couple of weeks just on the issue of wealth. The next few weeks are going to be don't worry about your wealth. Okay, this morning's more just the choosing what I'm going to be, what kind of person am, am, am I going to be? Am I selfish, afraid to give things away for fear that I won't have enough? Here's a flag, here's a red flag for is wealth getting, is, is wealth controlling me when you're afraid to give things away? We already talked about it with the last screen. When do I know I have enough? When you find that place where, you know what, I've got enough, I can share it with someone. Uh, that means that, you've, that you are, you're willing to share it because you have enough. Uh, the ability to, to start giving away because you have enough. But when it gets a hold of you, when wealth and the love of it gets a hold of you, here's a flag, there is no such thing as enough. It doesn't exist. Because it's got a hold of you. And because I don't care how rich you are, how much wealth you, are, you have, someone else has always got more. And so it makes it look like you need to accumulate more. When you don't, maybe. You decide. You choose. You choose. But has the love of money, the love of accumulating... Uh, man, I could just go on and on about, I, I, I'm not going to, that just, that could just go so far. People who just not, just don't want to share and give it because I might, I might need that. You know, I might, I might need that. I, I, I don't really, I don't think I can give that. I don't think I should, because one day I might need that. Okay. So I'm going to keep that. Well, that has got a hold of you. You don't own it. It owns you. You're making decisions by the things you own. Okay? So it has changed, it's changed traded places with you. It now owns you. Can you? Let's just, let's just talk about that a minute. Can you stop making decisions about what you're going to give, what you're going to share, according to the things you own? If you do that, then they're beginning to own you. Some of you are real uncomfortable. I can tell. Some of you are real uncomfortable right there. Right there. I didn't hit that. The Holy Spirit hit that. Okay? Am I selfish, afraid to give things away for fear that I won't have enough? That's a red flag. That is a red flag. That thing is beginning to own you. The last one, and you're going to say, man, I'm glad. I'm kind of glad he's coming to the last one. Do I know why I keep trying to acquire more? Why do I keep trying to acquire more? Because I love it. Because I love it. Because I love having it. Because I love spending it. And then getting more so I, can, uh, some, uh, uh, so I can get more, so I can spend more, so I can have more, so I can spend more, so I can earn more, so I can get more. And there's that last word, more. 
When I don't really need more, but I want more. Why? Because I love it. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Where your treasure is. See, here's, let's go ahead and put the last one up. This will be the last screen on your outline. What controls you? If we look at, uh, I'm going to read, I just said it, but look at verse 21. Look at how Jesus said that. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. See, the way he said that, I would have almost thought it should be the other way around. Where your heart is, this is how I probably thought he should have said it. Where your heart is, there will your treasure be. So it's kind of like, as the Lord changes my heart, then the treasure follows that. Then if my heart is right, then God becomes my treasure. But if my heart is bad, then wealth becomes my treasure. But that isn't how he said it. He said, where your treasure is, there will your heart go. So we begin to love those things and crave those things and hoard. That's, that's the word I just didn't want to get started on. But uh, the shows and, all, and, people and people that I know, and when I mention that to them, they get so angry. And no one thinks they are one, a hoarder. No one thinks they are one. They don't, they just, I've got to stop. I've got to move on. They just don't see it, but they love it. They love those things. That is exactly what Jesus said. Where your treasure is, that's, that is where your heart's going to go. And so the choice, what controls you, the choice is Jesus or wealth, possessions, things, bank account, whatever you want to call that. Those are the choices. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You choose. You choose that, Jesus or wealth. And that's where your heart will go. What this is, is this is a rational, mental decision. Who I want to be. Who I want controlling me. Do I really want things controlling me? Do I really want the passion for more controlling me? Is that really who I want to be? Most of you in the room would say, no, you know, that's really not who I want to be. It is nothing more then a rational, mental decision. Then your heart follows that. It's not a change of heart first. I, I really need you to get this. You see, what some of you want is, God changed my heart. No. No. It's not what the Bible says. The Bible says the heart will follow your treasure. You change your treasure. Then your heart will follow that. So it's a mental decision right now, right here this morning on the issue of wealth. I want to stop making it so important in my life. I want to stop allowing wealth, possessions, things to control me. I want to start right here this morning to change my life. I want it all to change. I'm making a mental decision right now that I want to put Jesus first, and I want to stop 
uh, allowing wealth and the pursuit of wealth to control my life. I'm deciding right here, and your heart will follow that. Don't look for a heart change. Look for a decision change. Here's the question. What controls you? You have to decide that. You think about that. You make that decision. What controls you? Okay? What controls you? Okay? This morning, it's the mental decision. I'm going to change that. I'm deciding right here, right now. Now, the Holy Spirit has to kick in to help you, right? Because you're not going to be able to do it on your own. But you've got to make that decision. This, all that Jesus said right here is, is all been about choice. There's, you can choose Jesus, you can choose wealth, but you have to make that choice. Now, what controls you? I want you to think about that. I want you to be honest that maybe some things, the pursuit of wealth, the, the wanting to hang on to possessions. All right. Now, let me broaden this a little bit. This is, there's a selfish reason why. Let me broaden this a little bit more. I don't have any idea... I don't know what the percentages would be. I'm just going to guess. I don't, I don't know what you think. I don't know. I think, let me just throw something out here, that about half of us in the room would struggle with some of the things that we've talked about, would struggle with some things that Jesus said, would struggle with some of the red flags that we talked about. Hey, you know, that, that's me. Maybe half of us in the room. Now, I don't know what you think if that percentage is anywhere close, okay? The selfish part of me, the reason I want to broaden this a little bit more, that's really not what we talked about. That's really not me, okay? That's just, I'm not telling you that I don't ever struggle with that, but I'm going to tell you that if I was listening to my pastor preach and he was preaching on that, I would sit in the pew and say, you know, that's just, that's for somebody else. But this morning, that's just really not me. Okay, it's, it's just not. Some of you here would agree with that. What you've talked about, you know, we understand it, we, we, we get it. But that's just, the struggle of wealth is just really not my struggle. Okay, it isn't mine. Okay, I'm poor and proud of it, you know. But here's where we're going to broaden it. If we leave the issue of just talking about wealth and go on to other things, now you're going to hit me, okay? Because there are other things in my life that I struggle with very much more than the love of wealth that uh, comes in conflict with my love of Jesus. There are other things. Now, you know, um, I was on a missionary trip, mission trip, and we had an engineer on the trip. And he said this, and it struck a chord with, with me. Uh, and then he said, he turned around the front seat and looked back at me. He said, I want you to... I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself. He's talking to me. He said, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. He said, I, I cannot shut my mind off. And I'm going to be thinking about everything that we're going to do when we plan the building out and the construction. I'm going to be thinking about that. And I cannot stop 
thinking about that. I cannot shut my mind off. And I looked at him and I said, well, I know exactly what, how you think, how, how you feel. I cannot shut my mind off. I struggle with my mind, the thinking of my mind, coming into conflict and loving the things I think about and loving the planning and just, just loving the things that I'm thinking about more than Jesus. And it's bringing my mind, because I struggle with that more than wealth. So it's bringing my mind under submission to Jesus Christ. So there, there's a scripture. We're going to talk about some other things too. This scripture is not on your outline. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. That's my struggle. I don't, I really, you know, I struggle with wealth a little bit, not, not that much, but I struggle with that bringing my mind under submission to Jesus Christ and everything I think about. God, is this what I'm supposed to be thinking about? Am I supposed to be plan planning this? More and more, the Lord's telling me, you work in your own garden. You work in your own garden. This other stuff you're thinking about is none of your business. Now, that's the Lord, that's the Lord speak, speaking to me. I struggle with that. I cannot shut my mind off. Now, a lot of you will struggle with a relationship issue where the love of that person has become more than the love of Jesus or the anger with that person. And if I could just be the hatred of a person has become more than the love of Jesus. It's taken over. When I ask you, when you have time to think, what do you think about? And for some of you, it's going to be a relationship that you have. It's not a thing so much as it is a person. And, I'm, and I struggle bringing that into captivity to the lordship of Jesus Christ. I think about that person all the time. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Some, for some of you, it's a career that you've got. For some of you, it's uh, something going on at school. Some of you, it's something going on at work. For some of you, it's something going on at home. It may not really have anything to do with wealth, but it would be, Pastor, I agree with you. I'm struggling of, of allowing this thing or that person to take over in my life. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And it's this morning as we get ready to pray. In fact, I'm going to just ask the musicians to come on up and give them time to get prepared. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So as we get ready to pray this morning, it's just going to be real honest of us to admit to ourselves, admit to God, and, and come and pray about it if we need to. Yes, I am struggling with things. Yes, I'm struggling with bringing my mind under the control of Christ. Yes, I'm struggling with the issue of wealth. I, 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 I just get consumed by it. Yes, I need to lay that at an altar and give it to Jesus and let him take care of it. 
Yes, I am struggling with the love of a person or the hatred of a person or, or things going on in these other areas of my life that this morning as I come into church, they've just it's like they're consuming me. And I don't want to be like that. And so I want to, need to, this morning bring that thing, that person, that situation and bring it to an altar and say, Jesus, here it is. Here they are. Here he is. Here she is. Here it is. And I, I, I'm thinking about it too much. I'm being consumed by it too much. Here's the thing. I want to be consumed by Jesus. I want to be consumed by Jesus. And I know that. And I know you know that. But we forget that. And other things creep in and steal that. Well, we're reminding ourselves of that this morning. I want to be controlled by Jesus. I want to be consumed by Jesus. I want to get my life back under the lordship of Jesus Christ and him only. Him only. No, no one else, no thing else, him. I'm going to ask you to stand. And we're going to pray about that. I was thinking, I'm going to add this though. I was thinking about this this, this morning. I knew that would be the topic. I knew that's what we would preach on. And it could very well be the Holy Spirit's dealing with you about something or someone and you're ready this morning to come and lay it on an altar. Say, Lord, here it is. I want to put you as the priority in my life. There's that. I, I get the feeling, though, that there are other things going on in people's lives. And there may be something that you've come to church this morning and you need to come and pray about something that really has nothing to do with what we preached about but it's an issue or it's, it's a need. And so I want you to know that you can come to these altars or these front seats and pray about anything and anyone. It doesn't have to be what we preached about. It might be, it doesn't have to be. So if you've come into the Lord's house this morning and you're in need of prayer, you need somebody to help you pray, you just need to come and pray about anything while the band plays and sings this is our prayer time. It's a chance for us to come and pray. Jesus, Jesus, precious Lord, none on the earth, heavens above, that I I just wanna move your heart. That's all I wanna do. I just wanna stand in awe and pour my love on you, no matter how much the cost. I freely give it all to you, all to you. 
Oh, oh. 
Amen. Good job.